This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Seeing you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what happened, I've been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you on this Monday morning, two minutes into the start of uh, the new week. I hope that for all you dads that you had a wonderful, wonderful Father's Day. And for family members, I hope you had a great time celebrating with the special dads uh, in your life, it really is a family affair. And uh, today was the day, or actually, now two, three minutes ago, yesterday was the day to celebrate. And of course, last month, uh, Mother's Day. So this week could prove to be very interesting. The Supreme Court is set to announce whether it will overturn the landmark abortion case. As soon as this week. But again, the protests are going too far. I understand the stakes and I understand it's an emotional issue. And I understand that people on each side are very upset. But some of the protests are just going too far. That's one of the stories that we are going to talk about in just a moment. And uh, some good news as it relates to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. He is going to uh, go after repeat shoplifters. You know, these uh, smash and grabs. And uh, what his new plan, according to uh, Kathy Wilde of the New York Partnership, we'll hear from her appearing on the Cats uh, Roundtable today, talking with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, But his plan is going to have a focused deterrence. And what that means is pre-trial detention will be requested for those accused of shoplifting who have prior felony convictions, multiple open cases, and a history of skipping out on on court dates, that is. And let let us all say, oh, happy days in terms of, you know, at least it looks like something in the right direction is going to happen. And also, I I believe another story we're going to talk about this morning, and we're going to be taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And also, did you do anything special? To honor, to honor Dad, to honor our Father's Day, I just spent 
I can't believe this. The last two hours stuck in traffic at the George Washington Bridge. So I have two choices. I can come via the George, down the Palisades and the George Washington Bridge, or I can come over the uh, Mario Cuomo Bridge. Normally, I come over the old Tappan Zee Bridge. Normally, I come over the old Tappan Zee Bridge. It's a little longer, but it's much cheaper. Today, I decided to take the George Washington, and the way that the police have the traffic redirected, oh, it took two hours to get here from Rockland. But the third story, and folks, download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes uh, after the hour, we will have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. But I, I have been railing, if you listen to this show, this is not about discriminating against a transgender Leah Thomas. It's about a fair battle. And what Leah Thomas has done to women's swimming is just not fair. She has a biological advantage over the women and she has shined and won records that should have gone rightfully so to the women competitors. And so now the world's swimming governing body has effectively banned transgender women from competing in women events starting today, as of six six minutes ago. And so FINA uh, members widely adopted a new gender inclusion policy that permits swimmers who transitioned before <clears throat> the age of 12, pardon me, to compete in women's events. So in order to compete, you have to have transitioned before the age of 12 in order to compete. And so the organization has also proposed an open competition category. And so we're going to take your telephone calls on a number of these topics. And uh, also Hillary Clinton uh, shot down any speculation that she might run for president again uh, around the corner in 2024, calling the campaign out of the question. She sat down for an interview with the Financial Times in which she uh, held firmly against a return to the race. And so we're going to take your telephone calls on this Monday morning, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I'm going to come back to the abortion issue in just one second, but let's start with Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, good morning. Um, let me explain because you're going to say, what? What did you say? Okay. I blame the athletes. Wait, wait, Michael. That, that, that's what I'm going to say? You, you already got me programmed for what I'm going to say? No, because I'm, I'm going to – the reason I'm saying it is because maybe you'll understand what I mean when okay. I say it. Okay, go right I, ahead. What I'm saying is this. I blame the female athletes for allowing themselves to be taken advantage of by these men who say they're women. Do okay. not compete okay. against M- them. Michael. Don't 
Michael, you're right. You're right. I'm going to let you finish your thought. I'm going to let you finish your thought. But, Michael, you know, like I know, the University of Pennsylvania told those women athletes, this is the way it's going to be. Leah is going to compete one way or the other. So what else are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to give up on their life dreams and just drop out and quit the team? She cannot, he, she, it, whatever, cannot compete against women who are not willing to compete. She's going to jump into the water, and none of the other women are going to jump into the water to swim against her. She'll be the only one in the pool. So we, just as a matter of fact, what they should do is go over where she's swimming and scream to her, get out of the pool. You're not a woman. You're a man. Get out, get out, get out. Don't jump into the water and compete against her. Interesting. Now, now, now what, what if under these new rules – that Leah had started transitioning uh, at age 12. Would, would you be more accepting, accepting at that point? She's a man. What God made you, you are. That's it. Let her, him, it, whatever, compete against other transverse women, but not against women who were born women. And, like, here, I'll give you an example. One of these transverse women stepped into a ring and, and boxed a real woman and beat the living crap out of her. She shouldn't have gone into the ring. She should have stood outside and said, no, I'm not going to box against you. You're a man. Don't compete against them. Hey, Michael, thank you for the call. I hear you. But at the end of the day, they're still athletes. And uh, many of these swimmers uh, at UPenn are on scholarship. They had to compete. They had to uh, 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 honor their obligation or potentially lose their scholarships. But at the end of the day, it's just not fair. And so now this uh, body uh, known as FINA, a worldwide body, is saying enough is enough as it relates to Leah Thomas. So I'm taking your calls on that. I'm going to talk about Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg in just a second. But these protests, folks, this could prove to be a very pivotal week in American history. And these protests are going too far. On Saturday, the protest was outside the uh, House of Justice uh, Amy Coney Barrett's house. And... They were they were carrying dolls and fake blood stained clothing outside outside of uh, the justice's uh, home, and the FBI is looking into some attacks on pro life groups, spray painted in red. Uh, one of the um, Graffiti, whatever term you want to put it, said, and I'm quoting here, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. This is just this is just dead wrong. So there have been several high profile attacks on anti-abortion organizations and alleged firebombing of a pregnancy center in Buffalo Austin uh, in Wisconsin, and this one outside. So imagine if you are a 
neighbor of Judge Barrett, and you walk outside, and there are a group of women with, I think they were white uh, farmer jeans, overall jeans, with fake blood running down their legs on each side. And that's the way your Saturday starts. That's the way your Saturday starts. Let's go back to the telephones. Let's go to Jeff on Long Island. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you today? Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you. Are you a dad? Oh, yeah. I got three of them. All right. Well, I hope you had a lovely day. Oh, unfortunately, I live on Long Island. I got to work. Well, (laughs) there are worse things in life. But what's on your mind this morning? We're talking about Hillary Clinton saying that she's not going to run. Right. Right. So this is my philosophy, okay? You know Joe Biden says he's going to run, run, run. You know you know he's he's not going to run. That's my belief. We all know that. That's my belief, yes. We, we all know that, right? AOC is going to stick her little ticket into the pocket there because – I got a funny feeling she's going to want to run. There's there's no way in the world AOC. I, I just I just don't see it. I just I just don't see it well, at all. I don't see it either. But now if she wants to stick her ticket in there and try and run, Hillary is not going to want her anyway in shape and shape and form because Buttigieg, he don't stand a chance because he's he's just too. He's too far out. He 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 doesn't. He he can't even run transportation. So then Hillary Clinton's going to stick her sense in there. She's going well. Then but Jeff, she's going to run. But Jeff, she's going to run. But Hillary Clinton says she's not running. She, you watch. You heard it from me first. Okay. She's going to go out there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay. You watch. All right. Well, Jeff, I thank you for the call. It'll be interesting. I'm going to mark the date and time to see if Jeff was correct as it relates to Hillary Clinton. Let's go to Edie uh, on Staten Island. Good morning. Eddie, excuse me. I apologize. Eddie on Staten Island. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. Thank you. Go right ahead. Good. Good. I just wanted to say, I think one of your previous calls is 100% correct. The women should have stuck together and not competed against the man. And they should have that third um, category, which is the transgender. That would be fair. Mm -hmm. But see, but Eddie, it's easy for you and I to say, you know, stand strong. As I said a second ago, many of these young ladies are on scholarship it's their last year, and they, they're competitors, and they want to go out on top of their craft. Plus, if you go against it, your scene is going against the transgender community. Eddie, are you still with me? Stuck together, I think, yeah, hi. Okay, go I ahead. If they, stuck to, if they stuck together, I think it would have been, it would have worked. I understand they had scholarships, and that's you know very diff- a very difficult decision. But if they would have stuck together, I think it would have worked. You know, maybe uh, you know we'll never know. We'll never know. But I thank you for the call. After the fact, several of the women on the team complained, and they're talking about it publicly. But folks, how would you like to be the woman that finished uh, second to Leah Thomas? 
And so all of the accolades that should have been yours and the potential endorsement dollars that should have been yours, and now in history you came in second place. And so this governing body, uh, you know, we'll see if if there's a court challenge, but this governing uh, body has said enough is enough. And uh, FINA, and um, uh, you're not going to be able to compete unless you started transitioning before the age of 12. Let's go. Let's go to uh, Joseph in Parkchester. Good morning, Joseph. What's on your mind this morning? Yeah, very briefly. <clears throat> you mentioned the FBI uh, investigating threats against pro-life organizations and pro-life individuals. No, against now, I- against on attacks on pro-life groups. Yeah. Okay. That's um, that's right. I misspoke. It's a little bit of a Freudian slip. Okay. Um, you know, because pretty much, uh, you know, any any attempt to try to uh, investigate any uh, attacks or threats against people who are pro-life is really going to be like a bone thrown to uh, conservative, normal Americans. And what do I mean by that? Because look at the treatment that people from the January sixth protests have been receiving. And again, many of these people are actually law-abiding Americans, the most that most of them are guilty of is trespassing, misdemeanors. But they've been rotting in a Washington, D.C. prison under the most abominable conditions, hundreds of them, all right, for over a year, all right? And, and now juxtapose that with the treatment, or I should say non-treatment, of the people who were raising hell two years ago into over 300 cities across the United States during the George Floyd process. That, that's true. Uh, it, it, it's not fair when you when you if we put one up against the other. It, it's yeah, it's but, not fair. Right now, I want to stress to the to the public. You know, uh, this is a point that I've made uh, previously, and I'll make it again because it's worth repeating. All right. Patriotic conservative Americans, they need to stop this fetishism, all right, about police being on their side or tacitly having their backs. Make no mistake, police agencies, I don't care who they are, federal, FBI, DEA, ATF, local police, NYPD, these people work for the politicians, They exist to protect and serve the politicians. They might be funded by taxpayer dollars, but once those taxpayer dollars leave your pocket and and end up in the hands of the politicians, the police work for the people who sign their checks. Most of these idiots are there for their free medical, their free dental, their free pension, retire after 20 years and have a taxpayer. Okay, but wait, wait, Joseph, Joseph, wait, wait, wait. Your your argument has gone a little too far. Now, did I just hear you correctly? You referred to police officers as idiots. You did. You certainly did. Okay. So we'll see. That, we'll see. See. That, okay. But but oh. that but that that's where that's where you lose me. That's where you lose. No no offense, Joseph. Are you out there putting your life on the line every day? You know what? I am because I'm an ordinary citizen who has to face crime on a daily basis in New York City. And I'll give you one I'll give you one shining example of just what I mean by the police having the backs of the politicians and not the public. Now, I'm going to give you one example. Quickly, Anybody quickly. In the, oh, okay, very quick. I'll be very quick. Her name is Gina Aversano. She's a law-abiding, tax-paying, ordinary citizen living her life on Staten Island. She happens to be a conservative white 
working class woman. Okay, Joseph, you got you got to get to the point. I can't go on forever okay, okay, with okay, you okay, setting up a okay, story. All right, it's all right. So she's been harassed, or, or I should say, she was harassed and put under illegal surveillance for months on end before the NYPD in New York City decided to arrest her on two BS. Okay, but but, but that but that that's your opinion, Joseph. I thank you for the call. You, you know, I I was I was sympathetic to your case, to your argument, even though I didn't agree with it. Again, folks, I I listen to what folks have to say, time permitting. But when you refer to police officers as idiots, that's when you lost me. I don't believe that police officers work specifically for any given. Uh, politician, but but I I let you continue with your argument. But when you refer to police officers as idiots, that's a step too far, and I'm not willing to go there. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC on this Monday morning after Father's Day. The protests are continuing as this week the abortion abortion uh, ruling could come back. The Manhattan DA, uh, Alvin Bragg, is going to focus, and I'm going to deal with that a bit more in detail when we come back, on um, on some crimes in New York City. We'll have the details. And as I've been mentioning, uh, Leah Thomas, the transgender swimmer, the world governing body known as FINA, they have said, no, 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 that you cannot swim uh, transgender unless you started transitioning before age 12. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And so, folks, Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg is going to fight the shoplifting surge by going after repeat offenders. I know it sounds simple. I know it's something that should have happened a long time ago. But it is what it is. We will take what what we're dealing with right now. In a second, I'm going back to your telephone calls, Jay in Ohio. But I want you to listen to Kathy Wilde who runs the New York City Partnership, a group of more than 300 businesses. She appeared on uh, the Cats Roundtable with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, discussing the changes that are going to be happening, apparently, in the Manhattan DA's office. Tell me, what is Alvin Bragg uh, uh, talking about? Because I saw a press clip, but didn't have any details. So D.A. Bragg today announced the results of an effort he's been working on since January with small businesses and with the partnership, with us here representing large businesses, and it is a plan to reduce retail theft in Manhattan, shoplifting and -and smash-and-go robberies, 
something we very much need. Including my hockey does? <laughs> including everything. They're going to be focusing on a much closer working relationship with the NYPD to aggressively identify those folks who have high rates of recidivism, who are committing, you know, it's a relatively small number of relatively well-organized people who are committing most of these robberies that have up uh, so much increased in uh, the recent years. And so Kathy Wilde appearing uh, with Mr. Katsimatidis. And so uh, what's going to happen is uh, for these uh, repeat offenders, uh, and if they're caught shoplifting, the district attorney is going to request apparently pretrial detention. In other words, keep them locked up if they have felony, prior felony convictions, multiple open cases, and a history of skipping out on court dates. And so another way that uh, criminals uh, have been gaming the system is uh, they they steal right under the threshold to make it a lower crime. But now, uh, according to the partnership, they're going the different businesses are going to keep good records on shoplifters. And the district attorney, if it can be documented, they're going to add the total together of the shoplifting so you will face more severe charges. I mentioned Jay in Ohio. Good morning, Jay. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. uh, Happy Father's Day. Thank you. And same to you if you're a dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The gentleman that was just speaking was correct, right, before he went awry, you know, calling the police stupid. Police are not stupid. Police are there to serve the public. Right. You pay your tax dollars. The government is there to serve you. And when the government becomes tyrannical. Right. Then the government is no longer valid. It's no it's no longer legitimate. Right. Now. Your personal safety. Right. Is a God given right. Number one. Right. And. Most states are going toward the um, they're going toward. Um, constitutional carry because people have a personal, their their personal safety, first and foremost, that is your responsibility. It's not the government's responsibility, first and foremost. Yeah, you pay your taxes, right? When the government Mm -hmm. does what it's supposed to do, then the government is legitimate. Your first and foremost, your God-given right and your your personal safety, right, is is up to you. Okay, all right. So so I I got that part, Jay. So do you, in terms of your opinion? So you agree with the caller, or you disagree with him? Well, I agree with him, except when he called the police stupid, because the police are there. Police do do they do um they do a very important job. Absolutely, and, you know, and and they they keep everything. They, like I say, they they keep law-abiding civic. They they work for the public, right? You pay your taxes. They're there to serve you. They but they but you have to remember they're government officials. When the government becomes tyrannical and does not serve the people, the government is no longer legitimate. And most states are going towards uh, constitutional carry in order. They understand 
that the government can sometimes go awry, and we are the government. The people are the government. Well, Jay, I I thank you uh, for your call and your comment. Let's go to New Jersey, Red Bank, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Otis. Good morning, Otis. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, really like your show. I want to make a couple of quick points. I really like your show. Thank you. I'm going to dog you a little bit at the end of it. Go for it. Um, I'll just make it quick. uh, January 6th, to me, McCarthy should have pulled all the Republicans off the committee just walked out. It's a show. It's That's all it is. Number two, on swimming, uh, I was a swimmer when I was a kid many years ago. It it, 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 it takes a lot of hard work uh, to get to a certain level. Uh, I, I'm talking about morning swimmings at 5 o'clock in the morning, 1,500 yards, 2,000 yards. You go to school. And then you do practice later on. And it's just a it's a very tough thing. But I want to talk about the police where this gentleman was was just there. Idiots. No, that's a disgrace. These guys, you and me, Dominic, we're ballpoint pen guys. Cops, they never know what they're going to face, whatever they do. They don't know if they're coming home at night. And my dad was a cop for almost 40 years in Newark. But, and here's where I'm going to dog you, I called you a few uh, weeks ago about the situation in Uvalde, and you stood up for the cops, and I said they were cowards, and they were. See, Otis, I, 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 I hear you, but I'm still not ready to completely pass judgment on that until we know all the facts. What we have now is one version of the facts one day, another version of the facts another day. We can agree universally that uh, we know for a fact that the police waited for about an hour before going in. But I'm not ready to call. First of all, I can't see myself calling police officers a a coward, Otis, and and he, he is why. We don't know as of yet what was said into their radios. We don't know if they were told stand down. And certainly as a police officer, you just can't be, this is not the movies, so I'm giving you a little pushback. You just can't be a Rambo and and do what you want when you have a commanding officer that makes the calls on any given situation. So I don't know, Otis, you know, and I I like the pushback. That's a good thing. I I appreciate your call. Parting company with this. When you hear pop, 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 and you're outside of a classroom, you got to go in. Well, I, I what I'm saying to you, Otis, is we don't know if that's what the book says. Now, I, I, will, I will concede this much to you. Bill Bratton and others have said that when, when it's an active shooter situation, you go in. But as you know, the school police chief said he thought it was a hostage situation. So I, I will concede that much to you that um, and, and based on what the experts are saying, when it's an active shooter, you go. And so I, I'm just, I'm just, so I hear you, Otis, but just the term 
of uh, coward and police officer. As far as I'm concerned, I appreciate your call, friend. Thank you. As far as I'm concerned, those two just don't go together. Let's go to Gracie. Gracie in Rockland County on this Monday morning. Good morning, Gracie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks, Tom. Number one, the policemen are employees. They have to follow orders or they're going to lose their job. Absolutely. Okay? And, uh, and, and their pension. That's it. And they have a family. That's number one. Number two, uh, my granddaughter is a, is a track runner, a track. She, she's in an Ivy League college. She just finished one year. When this happened with the swimming nonsense, she's on no scholarship because this particular Ivy League doesn't give scholarships. It's only, uh, quote, uh, um, assisted need-based. Right, financial aid. Right. My son is paying the whole freight. And what is is that, 200,000 these days? (laughs) It's 70,000 a year. Don't fall off your seat. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. But thank God. All right, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. I told my son, and then I told even my granddaughter, if you, if there are too many men swimming, don't knock yourself running. Don't knock yourself out because daddy is paying the freight. They're not going to kick you out because the marks were there. But I agree if it's a scholarship, you got to do what you got to do. But they get up. They they get up in the morning and they run. They run and run and run in the afternoon to late at night. That's all they do is run. Mm-hmm. So why should she kill herself? I don't. I, I said if it's not a fair competition. And and now as far as all right, I'm glad they're trying to do something, making it 12 years old. You got to start the transition or complete the transition. Start. That's start. Start. Okay, you know what? We're going to screw these kids up. Some of these mothers might say to the boy, listen, say you're a girl, and then you'll be a baseball, uh, you'll be a swimmer, you'll be this or that. Because I know in Rockland, where we are, they sometimes they held the kids back, the boys, for the Little League. So they could be a year older and compete against younger ones. And I know this for a fact. I'm not talking out of my hat. I'm there at 46 years in Rockland. Well, Gracie, uh, we live in trying times. And I really do. I really do wish uh, Leah Thomas the best. But I think that she should be competing against other transgender athletes, I guess because she can't compete anymore against men, but it's just unfair because she has a biological advantage over the women swimmers. Thank you for the call, Gracie. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Charles in Queens. Good morning, Charles, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning. Yeah, a great show. Uh, let me you. say something. Think, think about what I'm saying. Don't jump to conclusions. And I mean, people automatically do. What I'm saying is this. The 12-year-old person, boy, actually, that wants to transition, she can't make up her mind. So the person that made up the mind, the mother, the father, whoever the hell it is, that person should go to jail for 30 years. I'm being generous. Only 30 years. I don't care if they're 80 years old. It's perversion. It's sick. 
Now, we are all so insane because... Okay, but, okay, but wait, 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 Charles, no, Charles, wait, 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 Charles, Ch- calm down, calm down. Why is it sick? That's that's your opinion, right? Everyone, Charles, is entitled to happiness. And if if you here's where I side with the transgender community. If you feel that you're trapped in a body that is not your gender, Shouldn't you have a right? Shouldn't a person have a right to be happy? An adult, an adult, an adult. Okay. Not a okay. nine-year-old, ten-year-old uh, okay. child. Okay, right, right. We Okay, we agree We agree on that point. We agree on that point. Please continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, please. Um, and Dominic, okay. If it, hello? Yeah, please pay attention yeah, to the yeah, phone, I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry. not to the, 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 the radio. If a person goes into a bathroom, public bathroom, and, excuse me, but stinks like hell, after 10 minutes, you don't even realize that it stinks. Wait, All well, these conversations we're having on these shows, wait, these right-wing yeah, shows. Charles, so Charles, Charles you, you lost me there. But thank you. Thank you for the call. I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to uh, Neil in Stat- on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I wanted to talk about the police. You know, uh, I have friends that are cops, and the reason that they don't make all the arrests that they could make is because they're not indemnified. The city council under the right. last mayor took away right. this mayor. It's absolutely clueless. I mean, he was a cop. He should know better. Now, my friend is not going to fight with somebody, and the person's going to claim, oh, you hurt my arm, you, I hurt my back. And exactly. And, and to be sued personally. Exactly. Now, they don't have a lawyer to the cover. It comes out of their own pocket. Now, right. I don't know any job where you do it, and all of a sudden the guy's going to sue you. And it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. They, 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 make, they want them to do a job, then they take the tools away from them. Then if they're in the fight for their life, they have a weapon. Uh, if they choke the guy, uh, they get in trouble. They lose their job. You can't choke them. You can't touch them here. Well, well uh, chokeholds are illegal. You, you can't. You can't. I, I hear you on the fight for your life aspect, but chokeholds, at least in, in New York City, are illegal, as based yes, on the control guy. Yes, they're they're illegal. But if you're fighting for your life and you have a weapon, and that perf is going to take your weapon, yes. you know he's going to shoot. Well, I, listen, I don't see anything wrong with choking the guy. If he's choking him or getting shot, I'd rather choke right. him. No, I, I I hear you, Neil, but I I cannot sign off on something that that's illegal. So I I thank you for the call, Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls and the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Well, 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 folks. Former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio turned congressional candidate. He's whining, accusing MSNBC of giving his rival Dan Goldman free airtime and an unfair advantage in the Democratic primary for the 10th district House seat. Now, Goldman was uh, the chief Democratic lawyer in the House of Representatives uh, during the first impeachment proceedings against President Trump. 
and he has been a paid uh, legal analyst at the uh, left-leaning cable channel. But uh, Mayor de Blasio, who actually started his campaign on Morning Joe on MSNBC, is complaining of unfair press coverage. Translation, that means that de Blasio knows he's in trouble. No disrespect to de Blasio, but if you had any decency, you would just go away and hide under a rock or just live your life. You are done with public office. We see what you've done with public office. And the city is still trying to recover Mr. de Blasio for your racial politics and your denouncing and attacking of the police. No mas. You can't be elected dog catcher. He's going to keep trying. First he runs for president. That doesn't work. Now I'm going to run for governor. That doesn't work. Now I'm running for Congress. It's over, de Blasio. You had your shot. You blew it. Joe in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, Dominic, I'm confused because for years uh, we've had women in the military. We've had women in the fire department, in the police department, and in the sanitation department. We've been told that uh, there's no difference in the physical abilities of the women and the men, as long as the women can pass the, the same test as the men do. So uh, I don't understand, uh, uh, you know, in other words, when, when a woman comes up at a sporting event against a transgender uh, woman, that uh, all of a sudden she, she cries uh, that she's uh, being discriminated against because she has wow. to compete against Wow, Joe. Wow. I mean, she is. No, 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 no. Joe. 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 It makes absolutely no sense. Joe. I mean, we're being played for suckers. Joe. Either the women are equal to the men Joe. as far as physical abilities, or they're not. Joe. I mean, you can't have it both ways. Joe. The reason why I said, wow, look at the choice of words that you used in describing women. Oh, the woman cries, right? Listen to what you just said, that it's the woman cries, that it's unfair. That's why I said, wow. So now here's my response to you, Joe, and I appreciate the call. If there are two swimmers and one of the swimmers has an advantage with their arms because at one point they were a male, that's not fair. If there are two swimmers and one of them has a, a lung advantage over the other swimmer, that's not fair. When it was a fair competition, Leah Thomas, before she transitioned, was not able to compete as good as she's doing now with fellow male swimmers. And that's why people have questioned her motives Because it makes you wonder, and she has denied this, Leah Thomas has denied this, that she set this up all along to be number one. Let's go to Joe in Queens. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Please Um, go ahead. First thing I have to say... Yeah, first thing I have to say is it's absolutely insane to let a 12-year-old make choices like that. And they're irreversible choices, aren't they? And in and, and many cases, in there, was, cases, there was a story over the weekend that once you 
reach a certain point with, with transitioning, if you will, that you can't go back body wise. Okay. But it doesn't, it doesn't take any of the, the qualities away from you that you're still unfair in, in unfair competition. Does it? Well, to be honest with you, Joe, I believe that the lawyers at FINA, the reason why they came up with this policy is if, if it went, if they just outright said no transgender, that would not pass uh, muster in a court of law. So, so the, it sounds like the lawyers set this up where it can sustain a legal challenge. You know, and right. so. Well, I, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. It says it says it says a lot about the character of the transgender person that wants to compete. You know, and they know it's unfair. I mean, I don't. I don't know of anybody who doesn't know it's unfair. I, you know, they'd have to be blind. But isn't doesn't it say a little bit about their character? Well, in 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 your book uh, and in my book as well. But uh, I watched thoroughly the uh, interview, and thank you for the call, Joe. I watched thoroughly the interview that um, Leah Thomas did, and sh- and her response was, "No transgender person goes through this for a competition. They go through this to be happy, to be happy uh, within themselves." Let's go to Lamar in Manhattan. Good morning, Lamar. You're on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Go right ahead, sir. I just wanted to say that good people and bad people, brave men and cowards, come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. On your radio station, there's a man whose name is Greg Kelly. He's the father of perhaps the greatest police commission in the history of the NYPD, who made the statement that the man masquerading as a police officer, as a lawman, who shot and killed in cold blood an unarmed woman, a name, Ashley Babbitt, a woman who was a mother and a veteran of our fighting forces, shot down in cold blood. Greg Kelly described him for what he is and went on to say that the idea that the tyranny in Washington, D.C., then awarded this man a medal for bravery, illustrates beyond any shadow of a doubt the evil and corruption of our government. What happened in Parkland, Florida, and Uvalde were clear signs of cowardice. We had in the case of Scott Peterson, Deputy Scott Peterson in Parkland, Florida, a man who is now facing charges, 10, I believe, one of which is cowardice in the line of duty. When you have men wearing body armor, armed with semi-automatic handguns, who are within the proximity of hearing the report of rifle fire, and the screams of people being murdered and do not go forward, as some of your callers have suggested, is because they would put their pensions and their perks and privileges in jeopardy. We have reached a point of no return. Men of Lamar, honor. Lamar, are... Lamar, wait, wait. J- j- just hold on for a second, okay? So I'm, I'm going to try this again, and then I'm going to let you respond, and then I do need to move on. This is not Hollywood. These situations are not Hollywood. A police officer cannot just go rogue and decide they're going to take action. When because and the reason why it's it's almost like a paramilitary organization, 
Because if an officer just jumps and goes in, now you've got other officers that have got to protect that officer, and they could be walking into an ambush. All I am saying to you is that this is not, I don't care what talk show host, I don't care where you heard this from, this is not Hollywood. You cannot, as a police officer, just go on your own. There is a chain of command. Please continue, but make it brief. In our country, it has been a traditional response of men of honor to disobey, to disobey orders that come from the chain of command when they felt that those orders were dishonorable orders. Men of honor are prepared to risk their reputations and their pensions in pursuit of what is right. Thank okay, you, so, Donald. so, so th- hey, Lamar, I thank you for the call, and you have a great morning. Listen, in in general, I, I in general, I, I in general, I, I agree with your theory. In general, but please, folks, all I am trying to argue here and get you to understand is that this is not SWAT on television. See, the the American consumer, in my opinion, we watch too much television, too much Netflix. You know, uh, the, the, the character that was on the bus, uh, I, I, I forgot his name. I'm, I'm here now with Frank Morano. Matt or Frank? Right. And what movie was that? Speed. Speed, right? So in, in the movie Speed, he disobeys just about every order. Right. <laughs> and, and everything works out fine. In reality, he would have been brought up on charges within the department and probably could have lost his job. But anyway, Mr. Morano, how was your very first Father's Day? It was terrific, and uh, it was uh, really a wonderful day, a relaxing day, uh, a day I was uh, really thrilled to be able to spend uh, with my son. So it was great. How was your birthday? Uh, It was uh, nice and quiet. Uh, I was out in Brooklyn emceeing an event, um, and... um, and today was just nice. I guess you and I have that in common. Just nice and quiet. Yeah, the calm before and, the storm. And lots of sleep time. <laughs> lots of go. sleep time. Hopefully you used your birthday wishes wisely. Um, I didn't know I'd get any. Oh, come on. <laughs> Everybody gets a birthday wish. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, um, you know, it's funny. It, it, somewhat related to the subject that you've been talking about, I'm going to be joined by a uh, police officer out of Huntsville, Alabama, her name is uh, Keelan Darby. Her husband is also a police officer. He also happens to be sitting in prison right now for after being convicted for murder, killing a man that uh, was suicidal. He shot a man that was suicidal, and uh, he was tried for murder. And his wife, not at all happy with that. She thinks he got a raw deal. She's going to join us, give us the details, and tell us why. Uh, there are going to be some fun and light moments on the show as well. So it's not going to be all, uh, you know, murder and suicide and death and prison. Uh, I'll uh, give you some of the highlights of my weekend, which was uh, which was pretty interesting. We do commendations every Monday morning. And uh, Bill Clinton had some very interesting things to say on the Late Late Show. I'll play some of the highlights of that as well. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. One of my favorite types of I of like shows. that. A little Thank bit you. of this, a little bit of that. That's right. That's right. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Michael in Brooklyn. Good morning, Michael. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic. Good morning, Dominic. Frank, happy Father's Day to you both uh, and you. everybody else. Thank you. Same to you. Yeah. The thing with the police standing in Florida, well, we'll first start in New York. The hands are tied. 
If they get into a wrestling match, they just touch their chest or the neck. If they could lose everything they have, including their family. With and, it. and you are correct. And, Michael, and let, let's call a spade a spade. God forbid they place a knee. If they pl- if they are caught on video placing a knee on anyone, that's in all in this climate. And I'm not saying it's right by any means. That's charges right there. But please go ahead, continue. Oh, you're absolutely right. But now everybody's Monday morning quarterback in the yes. thing in Florida. And once it becomes a, a hostage situation, Texas. you got to have different tactics. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to negotiate. You got to figure out how to get in the into the classrooms, the the, the blueprints of the classrooms, and everything of else. That's of involved. course, of course. And Michael, you know, they, you're outnumbered in the guns and stuff. You know, that's just unfortunately. It's for, you know, my father's partner was shot that way and killed. Right. And Michael, I, I'm sorry to hear that your father's partner. Uh, was slain. I thank you for the call. But that that's the point. Folks, listen, when we're talking about a heartbreaking issue of children, we all feel one way. We all feel that we would have run into the school. But if you go against, if you're an officer and you go against the chain of command, there can be serious repercussions. And that's why the commander is under fire, because if he held the officers back, in Texas, he's got to give a justifiable reason for why he issued that order, knowing that the officers had to follow his order. Let's go to Ina on the west side of New York City. You are talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Welcome, Mr. Dominic. Thank so, you. Thanks for taking my call, and happy birthday. Thank you. First, I, first I want to comment on the 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 shooting in in Texas, um, there was no reason for him not to go in. The, the officer that, that killed the guy, he was 40 miles away in, in the barber shop. His wife is a teacher, and he has a 10-year-old child in the school. His wife called him and told him that what's going on. We are in numerous kids in the, in the, in the school was calling 911 and tell them the situation. The guy dry, borrowed the barber, the, the barberman gun and drive 40 miles and rush in after an hour and, and some maybe 25 minutes, passing those with the armor and the 19 cops out there with armor and rush in and kill the guy. This this is not a, a, a situation where where you don't know what's what's going on in there. Numerous kids was calling, teachers was calling, they heard, parents was out there trying to get in. They they handcuffed they one of the officers handcuffed the, the mother, and she bust out of the handcuff and still went trying to get get in. Right. So but- it was our. And it was over hour. There was no reason for them not to get in. No scare, well, Ina, no pension. I, I not, hear you. Not supposed I, to come in like that. I, I hear you, Ina. I, I hear you. They should get arrested I, and, go, and, I, I, and get I a good I hear you, seat. Ina. All I am saying is I reserve judgment until we know all the facts. That's all that I am saying. Let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. You're talking to Frank Marano and Dominic Carter. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Uh, real quick, because I know time is short. Uh, it seems that this transgender uh, discussion that we're all having these days 
is leaning unfairly all towards women. My suggestion, real quickly, is let's level the playing field and all of those um, women out there that are transitioning to trans, uh, transgender men, well, let's let them join MLB, NFL, NHL, and let's see the guys welcome them with open arms. But but see, but that but that's the problem. To be candid and honest, they won't be able to compete for the most part. For the most part. With the male athletes. Well, they've, as, as your other caller pointed out, they, they've joined the fire department, the police department. Some of them, I'm sure, can compete. Mm. Well, I, we, we, will, we will see how that all plays out. Dominic Carter saying, folks, have a wonderful Monday. Keep it right there. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. I will see you tomorrow, and I'll be right back with news headlines.